My topic is taken from our founding master Sotasan's threefold practice, and it has to do with inquiry. It has a lot to do with my attraction to Wan Buddhism, and it's an integral part of my own practice. But first, let me tell you a little more about myself uh, so you'll understand why I chose this topic. I was trained as a scientist with a bachelor's and PhD in animal nutrition and physiology. After nine years of college, I spent the next 41 years teaching, doing research, and doing applied research in biomedical and applied research with wild animals, which is a whole other story. But as an academic, over those many, many 50 years, I advised undergraduate and graduate students, taught courses, and I published, edited, or reviewed literally hundreds of scientific papers, popular articles, theses, dissertations, research proposals. So what did that do to my brain? <laughs> I think it gave me a bias, a bias towards questioning everything. I've even questioned everything from my students and colleagues, our local politicians, my doctor's recommendations, to the comments of the TV weather person. What are your qualifications? What are your sources of information? How accurate are your predictions about science, politics, the economy, or even the weather? And in my rather extensive readings over the years on religion, of course I question Christianity, Islam, Hinduism, and other religions, including fundamental Buddhism. But in Wan Buddhism, I found that questioning is not only encouraged, it's embedded in our religion. In fact, when my mentor, Ginger, who some of you may know, invited me here to tea to talk about joining the Kovadon, I brought three pages of questions. <laughs> and she answered them all politely. So when I examined how the concept of inquiry fit into Master Sotasan's four focal points, he needs us to be a questioning Sangha to understand and be able to use his Dharma in our daily lives. And in his Dharma, he gives us detailed guidance as to how to evaluate our endeavors and achieve our goals to develop a community of practitioners. Early in the scriptures, Master Sadasan instructed that the threefold practice consists of spiritual cultivation for mental calmness and concentration, or samadhi, inquiry into facts and principles for wisdom, prajna, and mindful choice in karmic action for morality, sila, and enlightenment, bodhi. He further explained that mindful concentration is not enough. We must know the facts of human affairs, right and wrong, gain and loss, prosperity and decline, earth and death, as well as the metaphysical principles of our universe, nomenon and phenomenon, existence and non-existence, he even included the need for knowledge of our atmospheric phenomenon, like the Four Seasons. His purpose in encouraging inquiry was for us to attain the ability to analyze and pass prompt and accurate judgment on practical daily affairs. Early in his Dharma, he tells us of the need for questioning. Modeling ourselves wholeheartedly on the exceedingly radiant way of heaven and earth, we should inquire into the myriad human affairs and universal principles and know them thoroughly. Then he explains very briefly what he means. 
Questioning means wanting to discover and know what we do not know about human affairs and universal principles, which is the motive force that reveals what we are ignorant of when we try and accomplish anything. He briefly explains how to do this by inquiring into both human affairs and universal principles, analyze the false and spurious, as well as the factual and true, and then adjudicate correctly right and wrong and benefit and harm. That may not always be easy. So then, in rather great detail, he explains what this is all about. And this is important because some of the words he uses may not have the meanings that we might expect. Human affairs means right and wrong, benefit and harm among human beings. Universal principles means the great and small, being and non-being of heavenly creation. Great means the original essence of all things in the universe. Small means that the myriad phenomena are distinguished by their shapes and forms. Being and non-being means the cycle of nature's four seasons of spring, summer, fall, and winter, as well as wind, clouds, rains, dew, frost, and snow, and birth, death, aging, sickness, and death of all things. And finally, the transformation of creation and destruction, flourishing and decay. Inquiry means studying and mastering human affairs and universal principles. And again, in even more detail, he tells us why inquiry is so important. The world is vast. There are infinite types of principles, as there are many people. There are limitless types of human affairs. However, the suffering and happiness that might inadvertently occur and the suffering and happiness that we create for ourselves are the consequences of our own making through the operation of our six senses. That's a good bit to digest. Then, in our scriptures, he shares our objective. Therefore, our aim is by inquiring into the unfathomable principles of heavenly creation and the multifarious affairs of humanity to know them through clear analysis and quick adjudication when confronted with them in real life. And finally, he tells us the consequences of these actions. If we continue for a long time with the work of inquiry into human affairs and universal principles, we will generate the power of wisdom that knows without obstructions in analyzing and adjudicating the myriad affairs and universal principles. And ultimately, we will gain the power of inquiry. And of course, Master Sotasan was not alone in these beliefs. As Albert Einstein once said, the important thing is to not stop questioning. In chapter 3, or practice of our scriptures, Master Sotasan detailed how to go about this inquiry. First, in all your actions, strive to gain knowledge regarding each particular matter. Second, strive to exchange opinions with teachers and colleagues. Third, if points of doubt arise while you are seeing, listening, and thinking, strive to resolve your doubts by following the proper order of inquiry. Fourth, strive diligently to deepen your acquaintance with our scriptures. And finally, fifth, after deepening your acquaintance with our scriptures, broaden your knowledge and perspective by consulting the scriptures of all previous schools. How cool is that? He even specified what to do when we visit temples. 
Whenever you come to temple while practicing items of heedfulness in daily applications, be heedful to engage in questions and answers about every one of those activities. And again, throughout history, he had lots of agreement. Sir Francis Bacon once said, If we begin with certainties, we shall end with doubts. But if we begin with doubts and are patient with them, we will end with certainties. I really like this quote because it speaks to the difference between doubt and inquiry. Many religions suggest that faith is absolutely necessary, so you won't have any doubt. But I believe that doubt simply leads to questioning, which is inquiry, which leads to answers. So I'll close with a statement that I read some time ago, which affirms my bias towards questioning most things. Master Sotasan's insistence that inquiry be a fundamental part of one Buddhism, and therefore how inquiry is such an important part of my own personal practice. For those who accept a life of self-exploration, the journey offers the ecstasy of all that is possible, along with the agony of unattainable perfection. It's a solitary road into the unknown self and offers no destination but a journey. But for those who follow, it does lead somewhere, and such a life will never be uninteresting. Thank you.